All right, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Mike Walters, along with my co-host, Eddie Jones. We're going to be covering all the games this week, uh, the recaps, and uh, looking forward to next week. And uh, the big topic uh, this week that came out that we're going to start off with first is about uh, NHL jerseys and having them sponsored and uh, what they'll look like. And we also have Jacob back on the show. Thanks for joining us again. Nice to be here again, guys. So first off, uh, you know, the initial reaction, uh, Eddie and Jacob, whoever wants to go first, it doesn't matter to me, but... uh, is you know no basically or hell no uh is what most of the fans have been saying as far as the news with the uh, jerseys coming out and i guess i'll just roll with you first eddie uh what's your take on uh sponsoring uh logos on our team jerseys well i've never really liked it and um when you look at some of the leagues out there that have it in in europe like the swedish league and uh in in finland and and the dell in uh, germany that they they're pretty ugly like the the jerseys are i mean the the logos are kind of like on the pants they're they're squares with the logo and they're on the uh the the socks the shoulders um there's an article on sports that talks about it that has a a picture and i think purposely they put the the worst jerseys possible it's got mcdonald's on like the socks and the shoulders and then about three different ads on the arms and a square ad on the pants so um um, I'm not happy about it, and I think the thing that's most disturbing is it's, these aren't just rumors anymore. Um, because the the CEO COO for the NHL has has come out and he's quoted as saying that you know, sponsorship uh, in the league for jerseys is coming and happening. So um, I, I share you know that that same you know reaction with a lot of people, and I, I hell no that I, I really am not happy about um, them having sponsors on jerseys. Yeah, I'm not really too fond of it myself. <laughs> yeah, you um, know, some of the arguments, Jacob, is some people, uh, you know, there's a handful, and I mean a real few handful, that said, hey, you know, NASCAR does it, why, you know, who cares? It's fine that they can do it, and it won't be that god-awful. If you're going to compare hockey to NASCAR, then it's like comparing, it's like judging a fish on its ability to climb a tree. It just exactly. doesn't compare whatsoever. If you want exactly. to put sponsorships on a car, that's a thing that's going around a track how many hundred times in a certain amount of hours. You're watching a car go around in circles for an hour. There has to be some form of entertainment. But as far as hockey goes, it's not about the sponsorship. These teams make enough money as it is. So to add, I think they said they're going to estimate about a $4 million profit mm-hmm. from adding these. I don't see where that margin is going to come in and benefit any of these teams. They all make a lot of money, so I don't see where it's going to matter. So it's not going to make any sense to put these sponsorships on the jerseys because it's going to annoy the fans. It's going to make these jerseys just look absolutely ugly, especially if they do it like the Swedish and Finnish leagues. It's just not going to look good. These things look so cheesy because I feel like if I walked up to these jerseys, I could just rip off these sponsorships like they're taped on or something it's just gross and it shouldn't be there i don't i really don't think it should it's not a good idea yeah you know you brought up the point about the revenue and uh eddie and i had talked about this too is part of that revenue issue that i think would go counter to what they're saying is look we go out and we buy these jerseys a lot of us buy blank jerseys Mm -hmm. uh, replica jerseys because those are usually more affordable than the authentics but why would you want to go buy a replica if now you have all these sponsorships on it and you're going to have to take it to a place to have them take it off if they can at all? Yeah, if you don't, if you want to buy one of these jerseys, you're thinking, I want to buy this jersey with this player for this team. You're focused on the logo and feeling good about your team and feeling good about that player. And then you're going to have to look at it every single time and see 
whatever sponsorship is on there, whether it's Honda, Tim Hortons, Staples, or whatever other bank that you can come up with that belongs <laughs> on that logo. So it, it just doesn't fit, and it's going to annoy the fan base so much to a point. Is it really worth getting an extra $4 million? If anything, it might hurt your jersey sales because people are just going to be like, I don't like this. I don't want to buy it. They'll buy some of the new player jerseys, but it's just not going to be the same because of how weird it's going to look and how corporate it's going to feel. People aren't going to like the fact that, oh, I've now become an advertisement for you because I'm walking around with this jersey that has your sponsorships on it. It doesn't feel like a jersey anymore. You feel like a walking poster board. Right, and you know what? Everybody likes to be a poster board for their team or their player or both, mm-hmm. but not, not for Home Depot or Mountain Dew or whatever else. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. It's not fun. You might as well just put a sign on your forehead that said, we sold out, sucks to be us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and, and like when you guys were talking about the uh, the funding, the coming in, like the $120 million for per team, kind of revenue that they'd be bringing in and, and really does that does that benefit many of the teams or does it really it really only benefits any some of the teams that aren't making a lot of money like Florida and Phoenix and a couple other teams like uh, for the Leafs or the Habs or for a lot of the Canadian market teams and some of the more popular um, American teams it doesn't really benefit them at all well obviously they're gonna like more money but is four million really a huge deal to some of these teams when when they make their multi-million dollar you know, corporations, uh, not really. It's not, it's not, it's like a drop in a bucket for them. Yeah, it's chum change. It's absolutely ridiculous that they think it's going to be an impact. Obviously, they see something that's super beneficial that we don't because it doesn't make sense to have a four, an additional $4 million in revenue for adding these and annoying your fans. It, it, they must see something that we don't. And I honestly want to know what it is that they know. To make me feel better about this or to make me absolutely despise this even more and think, well, I'm not buying a jersey for a couple of years. Yeah, you know, the only other thing I did see out there that that uh, may help us out is that they were talking about, you know, watching um, the NBA or baseball first, you know, with their advertisements and seeing how they do before the NHL does it. So, I mean, if it's coming... I don't know. Maybe they can somehow. Uh, maybe it'll happen in NBA or basketball, you know, uh, baseball, and uh, people cause an uproar there. That maybe it stops there, Jacob, and we don't get it. Yeah, maybe it does, but we don't. We don't. We don't really know, and it's kind of. It's just kind of weird to know it, and I don't really think it's going to make a lot of sense in the long run for them. But if they know something we don't, and it's going to benefit everybody in the long run, if it's going to make the league more profitable profitable, and keep them from having another lockout in a number of years, then, hey, I'm all for it. Is there any uh, positives to this, Eddie, that you think that we can get? You know, because since pretty much the majority, I mean, obviously us three here and most of the fans is no for this. Well, the, the only positive I could see is is if this revenue, this increased revenue for some of the teams like Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, Chicago, the Rangers, and other teams who already have high ticket prices, if this somehow... Um, enables them to lower ticket prices, which I, I honestly don't see happening, or, or lower the price of sales and jerseys or or memorabilia or anything or like or concessions around the arena. Um, 
I don't see that happening, and I feel like that might be the only upside to it. Because I like you look at polls, like Sportsnet are here. You look at polls on the Score and and the ESPN, and they're asking people, um, you know, if if they don't if they like the idea of this, and and eighty two percent of people said no, um, and the, you know the seventeen percent of the people probably haven't seen some of the, the European jerseys that that look just hideous. So. Like the the problem with the NHL and, and putting these ads in um, is there's one sport that well major sport at least that that has ads and, and that's soccer. But the, when you look at soccer, the ad is the main thing on the jersey, and it's always been like that. And the logo is a smaller part. With hockey, the logo is the biggest thing on the jersey, and and other than that, you have the C. So when you start putting ads around, it just looks. You know, it looks ridiculous because the focus is is the logo and it's always so big. And then you get drawn to these other ads. Uh, when you look at soccer, the ad is kind of just there because the logo's always been so small. I, I don't think for a sport uh, like hockey, um, even basketball, where the logo is still there, and and maybe even baseball, where um, it is around the same, it, it wouldn't really work. Maybe football because the logo isn't as big or present on the jersey. You can have just an ad on the front, but for hockey, for sure, I don't think it, it, it works at all. You see any positives out of this, Jacob, at all? Um, I'm not really sure I can even agree with the point that it's going to lower the ticket prices or even lower any sales in the stores. With these people being money hungry, if mm-hmm. anything, they might jack up the prices a little bit. I don't really see any positive whatsoever besides maybe, and this is a very, very small maybe, maybe they can get a larger like profit so they can host more events. They can do more inside of the game maybe. They can add something different that we don't already have in hockey that might entertain the fans a little bit more. I'm not really sure what it could be, but I just have way too many issues with it to actually get on board with it as a hockey fan in general. It's just not going to be something I personally enjoy, and obviously nobody who's who knows what they're looking for is going to enjoy. 82%, you said 82, 83% of people, That's abs- that's a landslide. That is a landslide that people just don't want to see this. But regardless of what the fans want, the corporate people are going to do it anyway. And it's just not going to be a fun time for us. I, I'm not going to I'm not gonna enjoy it. Unless, really, they do something that's ridiculously positive with that $4 million. If they just pocket it, I'm going to be kind of irritated. Yeah. Yeah, which will be the case. You know, mm-hmm. I don't see any positives in this either. I just think skating around in a billboard-type uniform is just too much. I mean, some of the photos I've seen, it's an absolute joke. Um, I, I just, it's, it's just so bad to the eye. I, I just, I don't even, I can't glean any positives off this at all. Either. No, and I think um, when you look at, when we're looking at the uh, different jerseys that we're trying to get an idea of how this would look, we're looking at, you know, we're like the, the the all the European leagues that already do this, and and it's it's very well that they could do that, um, but they could go a different way, and and the only reason with going a different way is, is there's only one other way to do it, and I know already already I already mentioned soccer and the ways is, is you then shrink down the logo, and you put it where as like a the same size as like a C or an A on the jersey is you put it there, and then you have one sponsor. Um, like for example, LA with Staples, you put Staples across the jersey, and then you have the logo smaller. For Colorado, you put Pepsi 
on the the center and then you have the the avalanche logo uh, around the same size as the c where that would be um that i don't know if they would go that way that wouldn't look as bad because then it wouldn't be multiple ads on the jersey it would just be that one main ad and then you would have the, those logo as a smaller thing but then it also it's a huge change because it's never been like that um and then you're kind of taking the focus away from the logo of the team and you you've got the giant you know staples pepsi honda uh, words or logo on the, on the front of the jersey and, and you're kind of taking away what people have had for uh, hundreds of years already so yeah if you think about that think of some of these jerseys and these logos that have been around for the hundred years that the league has been in existence can you imagine having a giant ad on a montreal canadians mm-hmm. jersey or on a detroit red wings jersey you just don't see that it's not something you can envision and think yeah i'm okay with that no you picture the pure deep red and the big illustrious logo that they both have and you just want it to stay that way they're traditional iconic jerseys and logos and you don't really want to change something like that with the league that has prospered so much in the past number of years i don't understand why they need to push for this and i would say degrade some of these jerseys and degrade the logos that people have enjoyed for hundred years yeah you bring up a good point jacob i mean if you look at the original six i mean i think those fan bases would probably be the most pissed off by this oh yeah yeah because a lot of those jerseys have remained unchanged since the club was formed um montreal has barely changed in, in their jerseys they've changed the shape of the sea a couple times but it it really remains almost exactly the same chicago detroit you know a lot of teams have maybe they've They've alternated um, with alternate jerseys with some teams like Edmonton has had an alternate jersey where it cha- it's changed and there's Winter Classic and Stadium Series jerseys. And I think that's where some of the people are saying, well, you know, everybody seems to – people will buy anything. They'll buy these Stadium Series jerseys. They'll buy these Winter Classic jerseys every year. They'll buy these alternate jerseys. So, you know, if it doesn't mm-hmm. look as bad, then they're saying, well, people will just buy it. But I think everybody needs – if they're going to if they're gonna put these out, um, they need to – show us what it's going to look like and give us an, an idea of how it's going to look so for, so fans can react that way instead of us looking at you know the Swedish Elite League or, or the Finnish League or the KHL and, and just assuming that that's what it's going to look like. Yeah, they're being too vague with it. I would love to see an example so they're not getting an uproar and as soon as they reveal it, people aren't going to think, oh, it's not as bad or, yep, just as bad as I thought. I'm going to hate this. So they're going to have a okay or a negative reaction with the press they're getting right now if they gave an example sooner or if they gave some sort of example when he said it's coming and happening i don't think they would have gotten as negative of a reaction unless it was as bad as the swedish and finnish league then oh boy yeah yeah i mean unless that logo is really small like you're talking about eddie i mean you're gonna have people like myself i'm gonna go to monkey sports for example or wherever you go uh, to get your jersey done, and I'm going to see if they can re- remove all the logos. Because if they're mm-hmm. not going to remove them, I'm not going to buy a jersey with tons of advertisements and, and large you know, size or design or whatever. Yeah, and I think it just goes back to what it's going to look like. Because we already see logos on jerseys, Reebok, uh, Bauer, but they're you know, small writing on the helmet, writing on the pants, on the thumb of the glove. 
Um, you know, well, yeah, uh, that's the brand. Yeah, though. exactly. So, but like, if um, you start putting more of those in multiple amounts on a jersey, it's gonna look gaudy and it's gonna look uh, like dumb. Uh, like the, the Penguins and a lot of other teams, for example, they have smaller logos on the pants, like for their team and on the helmet, and and um, like like I said, I think the only one that um, unless they could come out with a different design that would would look great is I'd like to see what they would do if they um, made the logo. It's the smaller, about the same size as the C, and then put the the ad on the front. And see see how that looks because people are familiar with that design from soccer. But other than that, like um, I don't see how it works um, in hockey. And I I definitely don't see how it works in, in a sport like baseball or, or or basketball as well. Yeah, I don't either. It just doesn't fit whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that's pretty much the consensus, and we're just gonna have to uh, wait and see. Um, you know, thanks for joining us this week, uh, Jacob, and uh, we'll have you back, obviously, for more topics or if we talk about the Sabres and the Sharks or whatnot. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for this discussion for now. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. All right, now we're going to pick up with the uh, game reviews from this uh, past week. Um, a lot of things uh, happening, uh, especially if you're playing fantasy hockey, a lot of craziness with the starting lineup for the Ducks. Uh, Going back to Sunday against Colorado, Eddie, um, we found out that Anderson and Gibson both would not play, uh, both being injured, and we had LaBarbera going net. All this uh, kind of last minute, uh, you know, the Ducks ended up prevailing in that game, but uh, a lot of crazy goalie shifting, Eddie. Yeah, the emergency start for, for LaBarbera, and he, he comes in, he doesn't really have a strong game. He lets in a really weak goal as the first one, and, and you know, the second one he let in wasn't, it wasn't that good either, and... And um, yeah, yeah, just right before the game, it was it was a little bit of an awkward situation. Um, and then Fowler ended up getting his first goal, and and Lindholm scored too. So um, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of organization in the game too. And then you know, luckily Getzoff and Perry were playing. Yeah, we ended up pulling that one out. I mean, uh, you know, we got down, like you said, one nothing. Then we got down 2-1 to one, um, Hampus and then Cam Fowler with the game winner, and the Ducks were able to come back and pull that one out. Um, you know, even the, even the craziness continued. We had Rollison uh, coming out put on the pad, sitting on the bench, and, you know, that's when we were talking about, hey, we got uh, a Bear and Hayward. Let's, uh, you know, <laughs> got more backups. You know, a lot, of, a lot of, you know, comedy going around as far as our goalie situation uh, to make light of it, but uh, – you know, it, it's it's just not a good situation when you see Gibson and Anderson in the same span of a you know a twenty four hour period basically going down, and um, it, you know it continued again going into Wednesday's game. Wednesday's game against the um, Islanders, we had no Gibson, um, no Anderson. We also found out that Gibson was going to be out for six weeks with a groin injury, and the Ducks rolled with uh, La Barbara on Wednesday against the Islanders. And to even add more craziness to the situation, you know, minutes before the game, they announced that Perry and Getzloff were out because of the flu. And apparently most of the players on the team took the flu shot, and now, you know, there's that problem, Eddie. Yeah, and just to add to the craziness, like you said, that now Getzloff and Perry, like, uh, before the game, I was feeling pretty good. And then I look at Twitter about an hour before the game, and Getzloff and Perry out with the flu, and I was like, oh, great. And then uh, we were wondering if, if Anderson was going to start, and then... We hear LaBarbera's going to get the start, and we're like, well, can it get any worse than having Getzloff and Perry out and having LaBarbera start? And to be fair to him, he didn't have a bad game. He stopped 33 shots, um, but he still had three goals, and um, ultimately we lost the game in overtime. Uh, but I um, even, you know, usually I'm not happy um, getting one point, but 
to, to have Getzloff and Perry out and have LaBarber have to start um, getting a point was good, but obviously I would have rather have two. But, hey, um, when you have your two best players out and both your starting goalies are both your two top goalies out, um, getting a point is not such a bad thing. Yeah, especially after that first period. I mean, the Ducks just looked so out of it. I, I mean, they were just, I don't know if they were tired, asleep, uh, you know, just not motivated without, you know, two of their all-stars. Plus, like you said, the goalies being out. You know, also we had that, you know, they brought up Bobkoff and then they sent him back down. So there was all kinds of craziness going on. And then it looked like in the second period, the Ducks could do nothing wrong. They were on fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just, the ice was totally tilted. The second and third period against the Islanders, I really thought the Ducks could have won that game in regulation. Um, it certainly wasn't for a lack of effort. In the well, yeah, the and, and it might have been just shock for them too um, if they just found out right before the game that you know gets off a period out, and th- then they got to figure out what's going to go on. Line changes happen, and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're playing without your two best players and your captain. Um, and it also could be possible that a lot of guys are suffering from the flu and, and just they're still playing. It's not as bad as he as gets off and Perry and, and, you know, they're all just a bit lag from, from the flu. So they, it could be a couple of those things. But, you know, in the end, we picked up a point and it's a lot better than how I thought it was going to be when I first heard that they were both out. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I know some of the fans told me that they're disappointed. Oh, we got a point. You know, and that's not great. And I go, well, wait a sec. You got all these guys with the flu and injuries. And, you know, we went to overtime and we basically lost on the questionable power play that the Islanders were given. I'm not going to go more into it other than that play was looked a little bit embellished to me. But, um, you know, I'm happy with the way we came out with all the, the craziness going on, the line changing, like you said, Eddie. Yeah. And, you know, we saw some of that in um, in uh, Phoenix as well or in Arizona. Uh, we saw Anderson come back in. Perry was still out, but Getzloff was in. And a lot of questions before the game if Perry was going to start. We heard that Getzloff was most likely in if Perry was a game-time decision and ends up not being in. Uh, he might not even be ready for, for the game we're going to talk about uh, against Vancouver today. But um, uh, we don't. it seems like the flu, uh, at least the flu bug that he has, is, is a lot worse than initially thought. Um, hopefully he's able to go by Vancouver. If not, hopefully everybody's ready. Uh, for the LA game, but that kind of hurt us in in the Phoenix uh, game too, as we saw. Uh, we got off to a great start, and then we kind of just slowed down, and and it got worse from there. And in, in the in the second, third period, and we ended up going to a shootout and losing in the shootout, and still picking up one point. But a game I definitely thought with Getzloff back and Anderson back, we should have been winning. Yeah, you know that game. You know, I was I was there watching that one, and the first period we were on fire with you know Getzloff scoring from his knee on the power play, and then. Valeski, our second leading goal scorer, was seven now in the season scoring, like you said. And then, you know, the Ducks had this two to three minute lapse in the second period where they gave up two goals, um, you know, back to back, which was a killer. But they came out in the third period and easily could have won that game in the third period. They outshot, you know, the Coyotes 12 to six. And, you know, it ended up going to overtime, which was pretty even. And then we all know what happened in the shootout. And we got a point. You know, this one I was a little bit more disappointed. I thought this one we could have gotten two points in regulation. I mean, I'm, I'm not upset we got one, but I just I, this one especially I thought we could have gotten what we needed with only having Perry out and uh, Getzlav and Anderson back in. And you know, then the latest news that came out yesterday too is that Fowler had an injury in that game and was questionable for today. And then they also said that uh, you know Beauchemin has the flu too. 
And I saw another report, um, which I couldn't confirm, but it looked like that Hampus was dealing with the flu too. So I, I suspect, Eddie, that there's a lot more players with it, and they're just not saying obvi- for obvious reasons. Um, and it's just something that we're going to have to battle, uh, especially in this week coming up with Vancouver and then L.A. twice. Yeah, and, and obviously Paul Mary's still back and um, still out. Lovejoy's out on the IR, Fistrix on the IR. Uh, we got Gibson out for a while, so Anderson's going to have to carry, the, you know, shoulder most of the load, and LaBarbera's going to have to come in and do a job. And hopefully Perry's back soon, and, and Fowler's um, lower body injury is, is only day-to-day. Um, we're going to need him back when he was just starting to heat up this week, and obviously Perry we need, and, and guys like Fistrick and Lovejoy to come in as well. So um, hopefully get these guys back and have at least most of them back, um, at least the ones who can be back by the two LA games this week. Yeah, and, you know, that <clears throat> squares us off for tonight. Um, you got, you know, uh, the Vancouver Canucks coming to town to play the Ducks. We've got uh, Kessler. That There's an article out today on Sportsnet how he's excited to play against his old team. And then, you you know, we're going to see uh, Bones come back to the Honda Center. And, you know, uh, one of the questions that came out from one of the fans is how, how do we evaluate the Kessler trade this far? You know, he's had three goals so far, and now you got Bonino who's got seven. Uh, most of them scored recently, but still, he's got seven now for Vancouver. And what's your take on, um, you know, the trade, Eddie? Do you think we still came out on that? I mean, I know it's early, but what do you think? Um, you know, what? I, I think it's been a, a pretty good trade so far. It's it's a little early, and and they're playing uh, Bones in a little bit more advanced position um, on power play and stuff than um, than we did. And and but I, it's a little early, like I said. You know, he has seven goals. I didn't really think he would do uh, as well as as he's doing, but he's a good player and. Um, Kessler still has 10 points in, in uh, 15 games, so it's not like he's doing bad at all. Um, but I, the thing I like about Kessler is he's a little bit bigger. Uh, he can win the faceoffs. He's on the power plays. He's a fast skater. You know, he's, he's doing more things than just getting points. And if he finishes with 40, 50, and, and even if Benino finishes more than him, I'm still not going to be that disappointed. But if, you, if Kessler ends up finishing with like 30 35 points and then Benino's like up with 40 and 50 then I'm definitely gonna think well maybe we shouldn't have made the trade but then if we go on and win the cup anyway I'm not gonna be too too disappointed so I, I think it's a little bit too early to tell so far well yeah and I think you know the other issue too that people forget is is like you said is the physical presence and also the um you know face-off uh winning percentage you know I can't remember what the stat was last year but Bones was really really low you know um um uh, seeing what happened with him in the playoffs. And I think that was a large reason why we went out and got uh, Kessler. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we definitely, I think a lot of us, uh, although we love Benino, um, didn't think he was going to go over and, and, and do what he's doing right now. Um, Cause he's benefiting a lot from, from uh, gets off and Perry, but I guess he's, he goes over to another, an actual set of twins in, in the Sedins and, uh, he's doing just as good. Um, I know he's not playing on the same line as them, and he didn't play on the same line with Getzlaff and Perry, but he's benefiting on the power play, and he's he's got some good line, of, uh, line mates to play with, and obviously he's one of the trigger guys on that team, and the fact that he has seven goals. So if he can, if he can keep it up, he's he's proven that he's a, he's really a late bloomer, and then he's uh, going to become a, a really good second, third-line center. Yeah, it's going to be fun you know, to see him uh, again, too, play tonight, and it's going to be a good game. I, I think... You know, even with the injuries and, and the uh, flu bug going around, I, I think the Ducks should be able to win this game tonight, Eddie. I mean, I think Kessler's going to be fired up. He's obviously going to be one to watch. And I think the rest of the team, 
you know, with the two overtime losses, I think they're they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, and there's no there should be no Ryan Miller tonight for Vancouver after they started him against LA last night. So definitely should be a lot easier in that department with Eddie Lag coming in, and hopefully we have Anderson ready to go and. Uh, we'll be able to win that goalie battle unless Lack stands on his head. And and Vancouver, although being 10-5, and five, have uh, conceded a lot of goals. Um, uh, one of the worst in, in the Western Conference uh, with 43. Um, but they've been able to score. Obviously, they've scored 47 goals. But that that's not a, a great difference um, at plus four. Um, although the West, the, only the best West, the, the difference in the West is the Ducks with plus 10. Uh, but if we, we've got to shut down guys, uh, some of their trigger guys for about uh, Obviously, Benino has been doing good, and and the Sedins, and, and you know so that's why we picked up Kessler and and, and Getzloff, so we can have um that one two and and you know tire a team out, um a team that's really only one line in in the Sedins, and, and then put our other line against them. So, um I think it'll be a little bit easier to tire out the scenes because they're a bit older, but um they're they're still really good players, and and, and it's a game that we sh- we hopefully will win, but it's going to be a lot tougher than the games we've had um in the recent days. Yeah, and I, you know, I expect this one to be a more physical game too. Uh, Kessler's already mentioned in the article on Sportsnet about him lining up against some of his old teammates. So I, I don't think this is going to be, you know, obviously fight night like we had with the Sharks. But I definitely expect um, to see Kessler out there running around, hitting some people, Stoner, Jackman. I, I mean, I, th- I think we're going to see a physical game, and I think, I think it, you know, I, I don't want it to be high scoring. Uh, obviously not against uh, us and Anderson, but I think, you know, this is a game that, it, you know, you could see maybe a 4-3 to three type of uh, deal tonight, Eddie. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see another 9-1, to one, although I would love to see that, but... Right. Um, it could be, it could be. Um, if, if Fowler and Boschman are out, um, we're going to be a little bit defensively exposed with Lovejoy and Fistrick already out. Um, Allen is back, which is actually, surprisingly to say, is actually a good thing that we kept him now because we've had so many injuries on, on defense, but... um. Yeah, if he's in, and, and even hopefully Boschman and, and Fowler and Lindholm, Vaughn, and then, we, then we've got most of you know our starting four out, out there, and then a couple guys to fill in. So we should be okay there. Like I said, we just got to stop their trigger guy, shut down some lines, and then um, end up hopefully Perry coming back so we can get some goals, or, or hopefully we'll need to have some secondary scoring if he isn't in, in the game. Yeah, and you know, and then turning to the rest of this week, you know, we've just got three games this week, but. The next two are against the Kings, one here and one there. Um, and it's going to be a battle, talking about getting physical. I mean, we're going to have to, uh, you know, definitely have our A game. Hopefully we have most of our guys ready to come back because, you know, on their team you got, you know, Toffoli leading the way with seven goals, Pearson with seven goals, Carter with six goals. I mean, you know, they're 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 not doing – awesome but they're doing pretty damn well Eddie. yeah and and the reason they're not doing awesome is because they've got one line doing it for them right now and that's carter uh to fully in pearson uh kopitar before last night where i believe he got a goal and assist he only had three points on the season um Correct. and that's a guy you're expecting to get 50 60 in the season um and a gabber got his first goal a guy that they were hoping to score 30 for them so um they're having problems again scoring um They've started. They picked it in the beginning of the season. They weren't. Now they're kind of getting into that again. But this is the best team at home, I believe, in the NHL at seven one and one. I'm just around the same as, as Tampa Bay, and and we got to play them at home. The, on the road though is is where the where their problem is. They're one three and two on the road. And they just can't seem to figure it out. Um, so it's looking like you know uh, when you look at our home and away record and their home and away record, um, I can see a a, a, a split here where we. 
we lose to them at home and they lose to us at home. As much as I'd like to win both games, I think if we don't have everybody back and um, if we have to to start Anderson and then LaBarbera, um, I know the games are on Wednesday and Saturday, but I don't know if we're going to start Anderson for, for three straight games. Uh, but we'll see. And, and um, I would love to pick up four points, but I think two is probably realistic. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, you know, obviously we want to beat them and win both games and get the four points. But I look at this week and I think we take two out of three. I think we beat Vancouver and then we probably get a split with the Kings. Um, you know, and obviously things can change. Like we said, you know, last week was so crazy with the injuries and the flu and all this trying to do the lineups and get the info out to everybody, you know, and, th- and things are still going to be in flux this week too. So things could change if everybody's healthy and not sick, then, you know, there's a good chance the Ducks can win all three games, Eddie. It's just going to really depend on the status of some of the key players. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of key players, we're, we're going to move into our three stars of the week, and it's a little bit harder this week, uh, just kind of like it was last week, too, where, you know, we didn't really have any standout performers. A lot of guys were injured, but um, who are the three guys you had, uh, Mike? Yeah, we were talking about that, and I think uh, we'd have to go with, uh, you know, some of the injuries we'd go with uh, Getzloff being one of the key players this week, uh, pulling up, uh, especially that sweet goal he had on um, Arizona this uh, last game, uh, coming back, battling the flu. He's been doing well. Um, also have to throw out in there um, Bolesky, who's come up uh, big. He's now got uh, seven goals on the season uh, for us, um, which has been a surprise, Eddie. You know, a lot of people didn't think he was going to um, score as many so early. Yeah, and um, it's good secondary scoring. Uh, to be honest, Bolesky, if everybody was healthy, was one of the guys at the beginning of the season I was going to drop. And I think um, him being on the second line and the first line has really benefited him, and he's he's put away his chances, to, um, to say the least. So um, it's been a great start for him, and, and hopefully he can keep it going and he can stay healthy because if Perry's not in the lineup, he's going to be a guy we need in there if he uh, with the, the school-scoring form he's on uh, as of late. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, another one that's picked it up, uh, we talked about the defense, has been Cam Fowler. You know, he came through with his uh, first goal of the season uh, in that Colorado game, the game winner. And he's still been, you know, doing fine for the Ducks with, you know, eight assists. Um, you know, tied for third in points on the team. So Fowler would be the uh, the other the other star in there. I guess probably go uh, Getzloff first and then uh, Fowler second and uh, Bolesky third, Eddie. Yeah, I just think um, Fowler this season, he's been kind of quiet, um, not in his production, but in how he's gone about his production. Um, a lot of, like, at least for, from my perspective, um, I didn't know he was tied for third in points. You know, he's one, he's kind of just gone under the radar and, and got it done and, uh, and you know he got his first goal of, of the season um, uh, in in one of the games this week, and, and he picked up another assist. And, and just his defensive play, uh, his all around uh, physical play, and his, uh, his his you know defensive abilities in his own end have just been great this week. And he's really picked it up this season. And and oh, that's one thing we were hoping for was that he was going to turn out to be that you know top four maybe elite guy for us this season. He's he's turned out to be one of our, our top players so far. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, it seems like he's picked up, um, you know, we talked about that, like you said earlier, and um, I look for him to keep going. I'm hoping his knee is okay tonight going forward, um, you know, in this game against uh, Vancouver, because we're going to need, you know, everybody, especially if uh, Francois is out with the flu as well. Um, so it's going to be a good, uh, you know, week. I think we'll do fine. Uh, the Ducks are still, even with the overtime losses, we still have the best record, and we're still um, going forward. And uh, 
everybody just keep following along on the blog. I'll keep doing all the player updates on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. And we'll be giving away every home game. We'll be giving away um, prizes as well for people that follow the, uh, the podcast and the uh, email list. And uh, that's it for this week. Let's go, Ducks.